and welcome to Green Tea Conversations, the radio show that delves into the pages of Natural Awakenings magazine to bring you the local experts who share their progressive ideas and the latest information and insights needed so you can lead your best life. I'm your host, Candy Brothel, publisher of the Twin Cities edition of Natural Awakenings magazine, and I am honored to bring these experts to you. Today in our studio, we are welcoming back Debbie Meckley. She is a master health and inner wellness coach and founder of Time to Renew Coaching. Deb is a motivational speaker, workshop facilitator, and a former healthcare provider. She is also the author of several books, including the book Regret Free Living. Deb is also the creator of a brand new program to support healthcare workers called the Healthcare Renew Program. Thank you so much for being with us today, Deb. You're welcome. It's an honor to be here. Thanks for asking. Well, we are really glad to have you back. You have been with us before and you shared with us your experience and um, also the book that I talked about, Regret-Free Living. The last time you were here, you were uh, just publishing that book and just getting it out. And so you had come in and shared with our, our listeners about the book and about your experience uh, working with hospice and helping people transition from this world into the next. But today you're coming back to us and you're coming to us with some really interesting and innovative program that you have created, especially for healthcare workers, called the Healthcare Renew Program. Before we get into that, because I want people to learn more about that, I also want them to understand who you are. So if you could just take a few minutes and uh, maybe help introduce yourself to us again, share with us what got you to where you are today. Okay, well, I worked in the clinical medical field for 30 years and uh, been coaching most of that time, 25 years. Um, I, and when I left um, clinical practice of OBGYN, I uh, went into um, hospice work. I was inspired by my own mother's experience in hospice, and I became the spiritual care advisor for hospice families and patients and, of course, support staff. And then since then, of course, I continue to coach. And um, during the pandemic, um, I uh, decided to do something um, with my time and uh, discover my power in the pause through um, creating this program, Healthcare Renew Program. And so this is really a program. Thank you, by the way, for sharing with us your journey. But this program that you have developed is very innovative. It is a really neat approach. And you saw a need that I think all of us saw there was there was a time when the when the pandemic first started in the first few months where we were really focused on the needs of our healthcare workers and you know there was a lot in the news about it and there was a lot in our communities about it and now it seems that it's just kind of subsided a bit but the need is still there it's there needed more than any other time but what was it that compelled you what were you seeing that compelled you to create this program? Well, you know, I was seeing the exhaustion and honestly interviewed dozens of people around the country. Some of my clients 
nurses, nurse practitioners, and physicians who said, you know, um, self-care, it's just not enough. You know, it's not all about massages and bubble baths, as divine as those are. Okay. Um, it's, it's more than that. And it's more than an app on your phone. There's accountability. There's one-on-one support. And people were telling me that they needed one-on-one support. And so as I created this program, I was very, very aware of that, that this is about a relationship, one-on-one coaching, a friend, a companion, a confidant. Um, It's not one person in a webinar of a thousand people. It's me and the individual um, working one-on-one during the duration of the program. Well, and I imagine that it's very, has been very telling for people who are in the healthcare fields. There was so much going on at that time, even now, excuse me, I keep saying at that time, but even now with, you know, long hours, shortages, people are, have their own healthcare needs. They have their own uh, worries about what they might be bringing home to their families. And, and, you know, we saw many times where people were actually away from their families. So you have the added need, the added fear that came into it about what was happening for them and how they wanted to protect everyone around them as well. But then I can't imagine how much they were going through in seeing uh, people who were very, very ill. And I imagine you heard a lot of stories about that. You know, a lot of stories and um, you hit on such an important point. When the pandemic came, um, yeah, there was worry, even being traumatized about bringing something home to your children. You know, nurses I talked to, you know, um, stripping down in the mudroom and throwing everything in the washing machine and running to the shower before they could even hug their children. And their children got used to that. You know, that became their new norm. That was their protocol for at home. That's very traumatizing. PTSD, um, the, the mental illness that was coming up for people, the, the fear who hadn't experienced that before. And, you know, now that has shifted, Candy, into something um, uh, very frightening. People are leaving. They're leaving physicians, anesthesiologists. They're leaving the profession of caring for folks. The very thing that drew them to the profession Mm -hmm. has frightened them away. Um, And of course, the the liability, what is happening when you are exhausted, when you are, um, you know, you can't sleep, when you're not eating. Survivor guilt is something I talk about in this program. Um, Not even taking bathroom breaks. We know what that can do to us not taking the time for that or not eating because your patient has been on a respirator for six weeks and they haven't eaten. Why should I be able to eat? Why am I here? You know, um, that's very real. And now suicide, healthcare professionals are committing suicide. And um, that's, uh, that is um, (laughs) just speaking for itself. We need to do something here. And it isn't an app on a phone that says, go for a walk or make sure you drink 90 ounces of water. It's more than that now, because this is something unprecedented. People have not experienced um, this kind of crisis before. And um, like I said before, nothing could have prepared them for what they have um, done, what they have witnessed and what they felt during this time. 
And, you know, it's all of that. It's all of that that's in the workplace for them. And then many of them are also are parents and they have kids that are at home. And now they have to homeschool besides being exhausted from work and everything else. It, it has been a lot. It has been a lot. And I, and I can say I am so grateful to you that you were so inspired to create this program and to really think about what you know, you took a look at what your skills are and what you had to offer and what you could do in this in this time. And you have come up with this really beautiful program. So let's start by talking about the program a bit. It is a three-step program that you have. It's, is it a total of 12 weeks? Yes. So tell us about it, the three steps and what people can expect when they're going into the program. Okay. There are three keystones and a keystone is like a foundation. It's that keystone, that foundation of learning. Those three keystones each have stepping stones inside of them or the weeks, as I like to call them stepping stones, because it is one step at a time. The first keystone is restore. And that's all about restoring yourself. And it's more like more than bubble baths and massages, although those are wonderful. But we have to connect with what do I need right now? Listen and answer that call. And when we begin to do that, we have a new relationship with the self. Mm-hmm. So three weeks or three stepping stones in the Keystone Restore um, prepare you for the second keystone, which is reflect. The second keystone of reflect is six weeks because that's the ample amount of time. There's a lot that has happened. You know, this is where um, I teach um, what I call RARC. It's the reflection, action, reflection cycle of learning. Mm -hmm. Um, Think about it. Um, These healthcare workers have seen so much. Um, And on the outside of dying and death, think about the frustration and the anger of Mm noncompliance. They're out there doing this job to keep us alive, to help us move through the infection of this virus. And then they hear people repeatedly say, "Um, this isn't true. I don't have COVID. I have the flu. COVID doesn't exist. Yet they've taken an oath to care for these folks. They have to move through that while they're doing this job. And then, of course, the dying and the death. Um, Our culture doesn't do very well with that. We need to um, do that in a new way. So I help them do that with my hospice experience. And of course, there's um, a lot of techniques, tools, and um, visualizations that I help them with. The third keystone is reemerge, and that is three stepping stones or three weeks. Now you've had the time to restore, you've reflected gently, and you're able to take an action and create movement in your life forward. When you get to reemerge, that last three weeks is about sustaining what you've learned. There are so many tools, resources, techniques. Um, You are sure to find ones that resonate with you to carry you forward. And this is just more than your career. Yes. You know, this is your personal life. Everything shifts. Change one thing and everything shifts. Well, when we come back, we are going to get into the program even deeper. Uh, we're going to take a look at each one of those uh, keystones more in depth. And we're going to tell you how you can get involved and what you can do to possibly support one of our healthcare workers. So for people who want to learn more about the program and about what Deb does, be sure to visit her at healthcarerenew.com. 
You're listening to Green Tea Conversations on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota, and we will be right back. Green Tea Conversations, where we delve into the pages of Natural Awakenings magazine and talk to the experts who share their expertise on natural health with you. I'm your host, Candy Braffle, and today we're talking with Deb Meckley, Master Health and Inner Wellness Coach and founder of a brand new program to support healthcare workers called the Healthcare Renew Program. So Deb, just before the break, you were starting to tell us about the three keystones of the program, which are restore, reflect, and reemerge. And now I want to get into a little bit with you about each of these keystones for the, for the next few minutes that we're together on the show. And the first one is restore. So when you were looking at developing restore, what is it about that that you wanted to make sure was the first thing that people do when they come in? Well, you know, when we think about restore, it can be um, a pretty big ticket item, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it can almost scare you away that there's too much. And oftentimes um, we want to catapult into feeling better, but like anything, it's a process. And we often forget how the simple things um, really move us along much quicker than when we do that that big uh, jump and try to feel better. Um, and so when we think about restore in this time of a pandemic, of exhaustion, of PTSD, of uh, traumatized survivor guilt, it is baby steps. Small steps create big change and have huge impacts on all areas of our lives. And so the program that you've developed, it's, it's a, com- this is completely online. So anybody can take it no matter where they're at in the world, they can take it. Right. Um, and there isn't any specific time of the day that they have to be on the, in the program, correct? It's on demand. Yep. Online on demand. And so they can do it whenever it's convenient for them. Um, but the idea of it is that it's 12 weeks. So you go through each stepping stone each week. Right, right. So what is the first uh, stepping stone in restore? Well, the first stepping stone in the keystone restore um, is embracing the basics by becoming aware and connecting to the needs of your body. We so often ignore the call, right? It's my body. I'll get to it. Mm. I'll do it later. And something as simple as um, reconnecting to your body by asking the question, what do I need right now? What do I need right now in this moment? And just be still. You will always get the answer. You know, we, we move all of our physical um, aspects to our body, our emotional triggers. There's, there's emotion throughout our entire body always talking to us. It can be something as simple as a glass of water. Mm-hmm. You know, it can be a bathroom break. Believe it or not, on uh, all the interviews that I did, um, so many healthcare workers were avoiding dismissing bathroom breaks. Not enough time. I can put that off. I'll forget about it. We know what that can do, the havoc that that can create. We're not drinking water or even taking a meal, feeling guilty about eating. 
because a patient hasn't eaten for weeks. These are the kinds of things that they were dealing with. Yeah. And I imagine, I mean, sleep has to be a big one of it mm-hmm. and such a big need for our bodies. So you, you're working all day, you have all of these other physical things that are happening and then you can't just go home and take a nap or go home and sleep because now you go home and the family is there who you haven't seen for a long time. And now you want to do that. And yeah. I think it's, you know, it's, it's really indicative of parents, parents of both sexes that we want to do as much as we can um, with our children in the time that we have. And so not only are they dismissing their own needs for their patients, but now they're dismissing their own needs for their, for their families. Right. So what is, so what is, uh, something that they would do in this first keystone? So they're going to be asking themselves the question. Right. Um, I teach visualization breath practices that work instantly. Um, anxiety is, is a huge issue for folks right now when you're not sleeping and you're not eating and you're scared, you know, you're worried about your family. You're worried about your patients. Um, you're worried about the future. All of these things weigh heavy on the mind and on the heart and, um, breath breathing. Um, the very word breath means inspiration to inspire the body. So, um, I teach breath practices that you can do in five breaths, 10 breaths. If you have time, you know, right, right where you're with a patient, you know, in the middle of a conversation before, you know, you need to have one, um, you can teach them to your children, you know, um, you know, and that's so important. It's important for all of us. I, I don't think people realize how much we hold our breath, how much yeah. we breathe shallow or we just hold our breath when something stressful is happening. And we've kind of gotten out of the, the ability to really know how to do those deep breaths. And I know on your website, you had some breathing exercises. And I just want to share that I went to my chiropractor today. And on the way home, I did my breath exercises in my car. <laughs> it was like, oh, this is really nice. <laughs> yeah. It does help to, you know, does help to clear your mind, to bring you in energy to, it just feels so good to yeah. do it. And we just don't realize how little we do the deep breathing. Yeah. And I teach breath practices that are purposeful, like four, seven, eight, which is probably the one you're referring to. Four, seven, eight. Yeah, it actually stimulates the cerebral cortex, which is that area of our brain where we hold our highest thoughts, our highest ideas, our creativity, our authenticity. That's where we need to reach for when we're depleted. But we don't um, typically don't breathe on purpose to stimulate that area of the brain. So when you do some on purpose breath work, it doesn't have to be five minutes. It can be five breaths. You will feel different when you oxygenate your body and in your mind. And, you know, we're living in a pandemic with a, with a virus that um, attacks our lungs and other organs now that we find out, but we need to strengthen our lungs and we take our breath for granted. So, so will you share with our listeners what four, seven, eight is? Sure. Um, So you just position yourself, which is really just sitting. You can be standing, but letting your body know that it's about to receive something, you know, it's ready for it. And you breathe in really deeply, almost to a little bit of discomfort. Breathe in for the count of four. Breathe in very deeply. You hold that breath and soften your shoulders. Relax, because when we take a deep breath in, we tend to shrug our shoulders. Yes. 
So you soften the shoulders. I like to encourage my clients to put their hand on their heart and really connect with their heartbeat. That's their rhythm. That's your rhythm. And you hold that breath for the count of seven, just noticing your body, just being aware of your body, your heart rate, your heartbeat, any discomfort, don't study it, just get curious. And then at the, you're counting backwards from seven to zero. When you uh, get to zero, then you release that breath for the count of eight, eight to zero, slowly and controlled through your mouth. So you breathe in through your nose, hold it, and you release through your mouth, and you're releasing any tension, worry, or concern, anything that doesn't bring value to you. Um, maybe it's something very specific. You're about to have a conversation with somebody, and you're not feeling it. You can do this breath work prior to even engaging. And it's something we all can do every day. So thank you for sharing that with our, with our listeners. For people who want to learn more about the program, visit healthcarerenewal.com and we will be right back. Green Tea Conversations, where we delve into the pages of Natural Awakenings magazine and talk to the professionals who share their expertise on natural health with you. Today, we are visiting with Deb Meckley, Master Health and Inner Wellness Coach and founder of a new program that supports healthcare workers called the Healthcare Renew Program. So just before the break, you were starting to tell us about the very first keystone of this program. This is a 12-week program that has three keystones, and the first keystone is called Restore, and we were just starting to get into the first stepping stone with that. Tell us about the second stepping stone. Well, the second week, or I like to call them stepping stones, because that's what we're doing. We're taking this a step at a time, is um, how to empty your inner cart by acknowledging obsessive thoughts and unresolved emotions. We all have that. Can you imagine the compound of that during a pandemic with all of the other stressors going on with that? So um, I, I do a visualization and a meditation that's very powerful um, on emptying your inner cart. I allow you to connect and acknowledge without judgment to get curious about these things in the cart, the emotional cart that are building up. We all know that most of the time, we know when it's time to empty the cart, right? We're getting overwhelmed. Um, I teach you how to empty the cart before you get to the point of overwhelm. It's a very powerful meditation. It's something in a visualization that you can do. I also provide in the program recorded meditations that are downloadable for um, participants to keep. Now, there are several different things within each week, correct? Correct. So what are, what are the items that are in each week? Well, every week you're learning a new technique or two, whether it be a new breath practice, uh, a meditation, a visualization, or some kind of transformational technique that I teach you how to move from where you are to where you want to be very quickly. So you're always learning a technique in every stepping stone or every week of the program. And then is there like homework or exercises that they do throughout the week? Yep. And at the end of each 
stepping stone is a worksheet, a call to action uh, that I go over with you because this is a module. So it's a recorded module and we're one-on-one -on -one with each other. So you'll, I'll go through the worksheet with you. And then I leave you with that. It's a printable downloadable um, worksheet that follows each stepping stone. Oh, I love that. So you have time to learn a new tool, a new technique that you can, you can use. And then having that accountability or that let's put it into action. Let's make sure that we're, we're doing what it is that we're learning. Yeah. And speaking of accountability, every, every week, our um, module, because in, in uh, healthcare, oftentimes they're modules that people take. These are stepping stones. Once you do that stepping stone, it triggers a quick renew video, which is me, two minutes or less, um, sharing with you the information that you've learned to keep you on track for the week. So every morning in your inbox, you will get a quick renew video, one-on-one, um, -on -one, just me and you talking about what you've learned, what the next step you can do today, giving you a call to action perhaps, or even um, going through some breath work with you right in the video. Oh, that's great. So they get that every morning in their inbox, keeps them on track, helps them to remember. And that's so important because there's oftentimes where I've learned like a meditation or a technique and I, I'm really good about doing it for a couple of days or a week or two. And then pretty soon I kind of let it slide. So this is a great way to, to stay on track. Yeah. And the great thing about it is that if you do the first stepping stone, it triggers those uh, emails will come to you, but then the next one doesn't happen until you actually um, go on and do the next stepping stone. So it's not like you're going to get a ton of emails and you haven't even started the next part of the program yet. Oh, that's very intuitive. So what is the third step in the restore? So the third uh, stepping stone is reframing your COVID-19 experience by using intention. I mean, think about after a while of being, um, uh, overworked, exhausted, tired, you have this mindset about what COVID-19 is. I mean, this is the dark, the darkness, right? Um, allowing you to reframe because now your brain has um, a picture, an idea of what this experience is. Every day you come to work, you have this picture of this experience. I teach you how to reframe actually um, in a technique that is using a picture frame, taking one viewpoint and changing your perspective to another one to help you move through your day. So it's not such a heavy burden because it is a heavy burden, but in the mind, um, we can change those behaviors. That's where this behavior shift starts to come in with do, using reframing exercises. I love that idea. And it, it's so nice because oftentimes people will go into coaching after many years of having experienced something. Um, so it might be many years later that they come in and now they, you know, they've gone through therapy, they've done some other things. Now they're ready to move forward and they come into coaching this, you're helping them do it right on the spot. You're helping them do it before it becomes an even bigger problem. Right. And one thing I want to add about that is that in my interviewing of um, many healthcare workers, some um, did not want to go to therapy. They wanted something like this, or some were in therapy and wanted something to complement it, right. which it very well does. This is a holistic, whole body approach for your emotional, spiritual, physical, and mental body. These are the four aspects of our living. And when one is affected, all of them are affected. And this approach helps heal 
this is all about healing. Yes. Yes. And you can never have too much, too much support. Right. I mean, for healthcare workers, I highly recommend if, if you're feeling the need, definitely go in and get therapy, seek out the help of a coach of your minister, of your friends and family. I mean, we can't have enough support at this time. So plenty of room for many different things to do. So the second of your uh, keystones is called reflect. And this you actually have six different stepping stones in. So in the reflect keystone, there are six weeks because that's an ample amount of time to really step back gently and safely and um, take a look at what has happened, what you've been through um, and what you're going through currently. You know, one of the things that um, I hear from healthcare workers is that suppressing or pushing down of the frustration and the anger around noncompliance. Mm-hmm. That's a big deal. These folks have taken an oath to take care of us. You know, they've been taking care of all of us during this time. And there are many that come in, don't believe in COVID, don't believe that they have a positive COVID when in fact, the science says they do. And so they need to take care of them. And it's very challenging for them to do that. But they continue to do that. So week four of the program, which is the first week in the reflect keystone is the many faces of reflection connecting with emotional and spiritual pain, Mm -hmm. that emotional and spiritual pain of dealing with that day in and day out, or even the obsessive thought. Think about it. That's just an obsessive thought that um, we can use this reframing technique to release that obsessive thought. That's part of emptying that inner cart as well. You know, that is so important too. I I look back and remember when COVID first started, when our healthcare workers were our heroes, people were bringing them food and, you know, huge support for our healthcare workers. And everybody was talking about how appreciative they were Mm -hmm. for the work that was being done. And then somewhere along the line, it switched and all of a sudden it became, it was a lie. It was a hoax. It was, they were all in on this, on this big lie that was happening. And that's so sad because yeah. they're, they're dealing with so much. They have so many things that they're, that they're trying to help us with. And then to have this happen besides that has to take a, a real toll on your mental health and your spiritual health. Yeah. And, you know, even, uh, you know, as we, in our humanness, we all have gone through pandemic fatigue. Mm-hmm. And so we're trying to get back to some kind of normalcy. And so the things that hurt, the things that are painful and cause that emotion, we want to say they're in the past, but we can't forget about our healthcare workers because it's not the past for them. Yeah. You know, and I've heard over and over again, I don't know how to help, but I want to help. Communities want to help. They don't know how to, and this is a way to help. Yes, this is a way to help. Give us one more thing that we can learn in the reflect Well, you know, the dying and death process is such a frightening thing. And in our culture, we don't do very well with talking about it. So granted, now we are here with all of this. And how does that conversation happen? Did I do enough? Did I do too much? Was it a horrific experience because the family wasn't there? Could I have gotten them there? Could I have done, you know, all of those questions, not to mention survivor guilt. Why am I here? Why am I still here? Um, And so with my work in hospice, um, I've done a lot of teaching and workshops and in-services around the dying process. But in this program, I teach the healthcare giver 
that they have a sacred role as a soul friend. Mm -hmm. A soul friend is an anamkara. It's a friend to the dying where that's all you have to do is be present. They know how to do this, but we forget the body, the human body. We know how to die. We know how to come to birth in and we know how to birth out. And that what we really need is somebody to hold that um, for the individual who's dying to not be questioning, am I doing enough? Being there as a soul friend at the bedside, it is enough and it's sacred. It's a sacred honor to do that. So Deb, tell us about the program. How can people get involved? Because I know you, you have been working on this for a very long time and you have created this program that is undoubtedly worth thousands of dollars um, in for people to go through. I, I can't even imagine what it would cost in any other situation, mm-hmm. but I know you're doing something very, very special for it. So tell us about, about what you're offering. Um, well, this, like you said, you know, coaching is an invaluable transformative experience. That's why we choose to coach. And boy, who doesn't need to transform from this experience, right? Um, this program is a 12-week program, um, which would normally be a $3,000 program. I'm offering it for $249 per individual. Um, there's also a gifting program. if you gift the program to a friend, a family member, somebody you know who's a healthcare worker, maybe it's a stranger, or yourself as a healthcare worker, I will donate a program for everyone that is purchased. Wow. And then, of course, for hospitals, I mean, goal really is to get this into hospitals. I am meeting with, you know, some CEOs and decision makers of hospitals. And of course, there's a, a big discount for hospital staff because there's numerous amount of people, thousands of people who work in in hospitals. Uh, It is so effective and affordable. I'm just very honored to be able to share it um, in this way. So for people who would like to gift it to a healthcare worker, the cost would be $99. And then you will gift another healthcare worker, another program. So it's like getting two of the programs for $99. That's beautiful. So to learn more and to register to gift this program to your favorite healthcare worker, visit Deb's website at healthcarerenew.com. You're listening to Green Tea Conversations on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota, and we will be right back. Green Tea Conversations, where we delve into the pages of Natural Awakenings magazine and talk to the professionals who share their expertise on natural health with you. I am your host, Candy Braffle, and today we are visiting with Deb Meckley, a master health and inner wellness coach and founder of a new program called the Healthcare Renew Program. So Deb, just before the break, you were sharing with us the first two keystones of the program, which are restore and reflect. And now we're going to talk about the third keystone, which is reemerge. So tell us about reemerge. 
Well, you know, once you go through restore and reflect, you've positioned yourself with tools and resources. You've got this cart, this toolkit. You're sure to find different techniques that resonate um, with anyone who does the program. And so I teach you how to widen that lens, you know, how to see life in a new light. Um, and use these resources, the ones that resonate with you, that work so that you can sustain what you've learned the last nine weeks of the program moving forward. And within here now, we have you have three stepping stones. So tell us about one of the stepping stones. Okay. So week 10 of the program in Reemerge, uh, the stepping stone is widening your lens, lens seeing your life in a new light. Um, I teach you how to step back and be the observer of your experience instead of um, jumping right into it, because that's where the emotion happens. And we all know that emotion can be irrational. So you've learned a lot of tools on how you can be the observer of your experiences during this crisis, during the pandemic. When we're the observer, we um, can step back out of our emotional mind and we can see what's really happening. We can hear you know, when we're, when we dive into uh, an experience with emotion, we're already thinking ahead of how this is going to end or not end or how we would like it to end. And we're not really hearing what's happening. This creates new conversations inside of your relationships with your coworkers. This creates a new opportunity um, for you to um, be different you know, this whole program is about transforming what's not working, what, what is the do different, you know, to um, find that, um, that happy medium, which is why I teach the reflection, action, reflection cycle of learning. You know, it's so important too. I, I, I imagine when you're in it and the emotions, we see things only from our own perspective, right? We see it only from the emotional mind of ourselves. So it is so great that you're doing that with people to help them be able to step back and be able to get out of the story mm-hmm. that we create. We all do it, right? right. We all do it right. in different situations. So, but it helps to kind of get out of that story and not let that story keep repeating itself over and right. over again. And the interesting thing about the story is that we all came into this pandemic with a story. Yes. You know, and so the beautiful thing about this program and why it's so extraordinary is not only will it change experience that you've had and help you shift and move through that and transform the way you do things, it's going to change your personal life. You know, what a gift to give yourself or to have your employer give to you. Yeah, that is beautiful. Well, share with us one more of the stepping stones, and then we're going mm-hmm. to let people know how they can get in. Okay. You know, in this Remerge program, you learn how to sustain what you've learned. You take a look at where you were before the program and where you are now. That's so important because we forget to kind of tap ourselves on the back and say, hey, I've come a long way here, you know, Um, and that takes us out of surviving into thriving. And that's something that few people have been doing during the pandemic is thriving. They are convinced that they have to be in survival mode. And um, once you learn how to thrive, um, then you can move back into a happy, whole, you know, part of your life, which we all deserve. You know, the program is just amazing. I'm highly recommending that people go to your website, which is healthcarerenew.com. And take a look at it because within there, there's so much information and you can experience some of the things and see what it's about. And if you're, even if you're not a healthcare worker, 
but you're feeling like you need some support and you want to do something, you want to take a step forward, sign up for the program. It's only $249 for anyone who can, anyone can register and can take part in it. But if you want to gift this program to a healthcare worker, or if you yourself are a healthcare worker and you want to gift it to yourself, it's only $99. And then when you do that, Deb is going to give uh, another healthcare worker another uh, a free registration into it as well. And and Deb, can they choose who the free one goes to? Um, if they want to, if they have somebody in mind, some people haven't had somebody in mind. I've gifted gifted it off to somebody in need. Um, but another thing I wanted to say is that. Um, there's a digital presentation. So you don't have to sit down and do a lot of reading. I know that our minds are just, you know, got so much. We don't want to sit down and read a ton of stuff. This is a digital presentation with video and audio. You can um, uh, get a little taste of what the meditations and the visualizations are like and some of the breath work. Um, so there's so much that you can take in without having to sit down and read, grab a cup of tea and, and, and just, it's beautiful. Uh, it really is beautiful. You put it in the, in a form of a magazine which of course I love. It's interactive and you have the audio and the video and it's how I learned your breath technique. So um, you'll walk away from it, learning something besides. I want to reach out to um, healthcare workers, anybody, in fact, who knows a decision maker, somebody in administration, in hospitals, in assisted care facilities, nursing homes, uh, everybody can benefit from this program. And um, I need to get this in the hands of decision makers so that they can see uh, the value in this for their employees. They can do this. Um, I have an assisted living doing this as a team. Their whole team is doing it together to heal, you know, what they've been through and some of the dying that they've seen. So uh, I encourage you to take a look at the digital presentation and forward it to any decision makers that you may know. There is huge discounts for um, clinics and hospitals and support staff. Think about all the support staff that have watched this go on around them. Um, You know, the, the trauma of the crisis for them. And of course, you and I sitting at home wondering, how are they doing this? How are they dealing with this dying? And how can I help? And this is an awesome opportunity to be able to help. And I know that there are a lot of our listeners who have loved ones who are in nursing homes, assisted livings. They know the people who work there. They maybe work there themselves and they want to be able to bring this. So if they want to reach out to you directly, how can they contact you? My phone number is 952-381-5342. Please take a look at the website. Uh, like you said, there's um, beautiful information, but it's, it's soft and gentle. I mean, it's very, uh, very easy on the eyes. Deb, thank you so much for being with us today. And thank you for introducing us to this program. I myself am going to gift this to a couple of people that I know of. And I'm hoping that our audience will as well. So again, thank you for all you're doing. Thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you for joining us today as we awaken to natural health. To read the online version of Natural Awakenings Magazine, visit naturaltwincities.com. You've been listening to Green Tea Conversations on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota, and I'm wishing for you a lovely day. Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it, love it.